What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there yo welcome to the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this where we challenge world views that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another Tuesday super excited as always be coming through the speakers to your earbuds wherever you listen to the bar we're grateful that you are listening and like I do every week I come <clears throat> to thank the listeners I know you guys hear me and I sound a little off I am a little off unfortunately been under the weather a little bit, but as they say, the show must go on. Uh, we're going to push through. But like I do every week, I bring in awesome guests. This awesome guest, I have to also shout out Crossway again for hooking me up with uh, this brother, man, and also sending me his book. We're going to talk about that a little later, but I want to introduce you guys, my good friend, Garrett. How you doing, man? It's good, man. It's good. Thanks for letting me uh, be on with you guys. Good deal. Good deal, brother. Well, listen, I love to start the show off by letting you introduce yourself. Anything you want to share, personal, professional, you got the floor to do that right here. Ah, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Most important thing to know about me is I'm, man, I'm, I'm a child of the king, bought by grace. Uh, I've, I just actually passed the halfway mark of being a Christian longer than I've been a non-Christian. Wow. So came to know the Lord when I was about middle of uh, just after I turned 21 and uh, and have recently just kind of crossed that that I've, I've known Jesus longer than I didn't know him which nice. is a, a sweet milestone and evidence of his his uh, persevering love toward me and <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for that so um, I have one wife her name's Carrie and uh, we have six kids nice you six beat me no and I'm not gonna catch <laughs> up either <laughs> hey man, I feel you. We about to move to prevent defense, you know what I'm <laughs> but uh, but it's it's sweet, and um, you know we're we're thankful. So yeah, Lord's been kind to us. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a pastor outside of Washington D.C. in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, I serve at uh, Delray Baptist Church uh, with a number of other pastors here. It's just been been a joy. This was kind of an old dying Baptist church when I got here about nine years ago, and. The Lord has just brought so many sweet families, and it's been it's been sweet to watch Him bring some some life from the dead. And yeah, man. Besides that, we're just trusting the Lord, trying to walk with Him, trying to to help one another, uh, to look to Jesus until we see Him face to face. Amen, brother. Amen. So one thing that uh, I love to do on this show uh, is kind of focus on local pastors and and things like that. And so uh, I like to anytime I get to talk to a, a pastor on the show, I like to kind of ask some questions that 
you know, some budding uh, young mm-hmm. seminary guy or somebody that wants <laughs> to get into uh, to ministry. Just, you know, sometimes it's good to hear, you know, uh, foundations of some of these uh, pastors. So tell me a little bit about your experience to get to this church and, uh, you know, being one of the pastors on, on staff. Yeah, I became a Christian when I was 21, and then I became a pastor when I was 25. Uh, so Charles Spurgeon can do that. I don't think I should have done that. So I, <laughs> I, I got in, I, to be honest with you, I, I think I got in too early. I, was, uh-huh. I, um, I became a, a pastor of a church plant in a West Texas town uh, called Graham, Texas. Mm-hmm. Pastored there for about seven and a half years. Uh, half of that time, I was a single pastor. I wasn't married. Um, and to be honest with you, I learned a lot of, the Lord worked in the midst of the mess the whole time. Um, I learned a lot of hard lessons, um, mm. some that brought pain in my life, some that brought pain in other people's lives. And, mm-hmm. But again, God, God's mercy was, was through it all. And I served there for seven and a half years, then went to Capitol Hill Baptist Church, a pastor named Mark Dever. Uh, yeah, I know that intern- guy. Okay. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was a, I went from a Bible church to a Baptist church, so I got Baptist brainwashed there. Uh-huh. Uh, he helped out with that in all the ways that helped made a lot of stuff click for me. Gotcha ecclesiology, a lot of the stuff that I felt pastoring, he helped to make sense uh, mm-hmm. from the scriptures. I, I'm thankful for that. And then um, was an elder there for a year and then came out from there uh, to Delray Baptist Church, um, was going to actually go to Dubai. Our family was going to move there and help plant a church. Wow. Um, but the Lord and his wisdom and providence, uh, yeah, put us here in, in Delray. And um, yeah, it's been, been, been a joy. So Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Mark, uh, Mark has been on the show. Uh, I always tell people he's his episode is probably one of the ones. Probably, I mean, I ain't gonna say it's my favorite because it's like picking your favorite kid. Um, but <laughs> but he he really he challenged me. I'll say that yeah. uh, he has the ability to do that. You know, he does. Yeah, yeah. that that brother. I tell you, one of the things that he taught me. Um, I just watched how he loves to give away authority. Mm. Like he. He is not trying to build his own platform mm-hmm. in a way that I found so refreshing. Right. He's always trying to build up other guys. He's, he told me that you know one of the things he, he knows that his job is to hand the baton to the generation that will come after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, the way he empowers other brothers um, is, is really, I think, unique in our day when there's a lot of people trying to build their own platform. For sure. Um, I've been encouraged to watch the way he tries to help others. And the Lord seems to just delight in blessing that. And that's, yeah. that's been a joy. And, and then secondly, that brother did with his membership directory um, what I think a shepherd should. You know, like he, he was able to open to any page and just talk about the, the flock, wow. you know, where they were in their walks with the Lord. And like, he, he loves his sheep. He loves his church. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, it was a joy sitting under that brother. That is awesome. That is awesome to hear, man. Just that, that extra, you know, that you don't really get. Uh, a lot of times in passing or at a conference. Uh, so we appreciate you sharing that, man. So let's talk about, um, I guess, this book, man, uh, Pure in Heart. Uh, is this out yet? I don't know because I get confused. Okay, yeah, man. So it came it out about, uh, about two weeks ago okay. is when, it, when it came out. So, okay, yeah. good deal, man. So tell, tell me uh, what, what inspired this and uh, what, what got you wanting to, to, to write this book. Yeah, yeah. So kind of, kind of two things. So the book, Pure in Heart, it's called uh, yeah, Pure in Heart, Sexual Sin and the Promises of God. It's a meditation basically on Matthew 5, 8 and Jesus's promise. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Um, so but first, like it, it's birthed out of my own, my own life, right? Mm-hmm. So my, 
my life before knowing Jesus was marked by by sexual sin, mm-hmm. and then after I became a Christian, um, a lot of struggles with pornography and mm-hmm. other other things that were going on, and and the Lord really, um, he did some you know, some crushing in my life in a way that that had to happen during my first pastorate. About mm-hmm. halfway through, um, I confessed to the congregation that I had been looking at pornography and walked in 2007 through it through a year of really hard things uh, mm. and learning how to be honest mm-hmm. learning what it means for the gospel to apply to brokenness and to to walk in the light in a context of of other brothers and sisters and that was transformative for me and really liberating um, mm-hmm. so that really is behind a lot of what's in the book is you know this is not written from the ivory tower <laughs> of some guy who's arrived but right. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm in a debtor to grace every day and right. so it's birthed out of that so there's a lot of like personal story with it but as a pastor and there's a lot of good resources out there so don't hear this throwing shade at anybody but like I felt as a pastor I never had a resource that I could just hand to anybody in the church whether it's a, a man or a woman, whether it's somebody who's same-sex attracted or somebody who's, who's not struggling with that or somebody who isn't maybe struggling with sexual sin but wants to help somebody, I wanted to have a resource for the church that's for anybody mm. that I could just say, hey, this will help you to grow in your following of Jesus um, and in this area particularly. So it's really... Uh, in the skies, it's, it's, a, it's a book on sanctification. How do you grow as a Christian? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's around the particular issue of, of sexual sin. And that's, that was my heart behind it. I wanted to put on paper what the Lord had done in my life, but then do it through the lens of a pastor who wants to help other people, men and women, young and old, uh, to be able to help one another, to persevere, you know, tear off the sin that so easily ensnares and help us to see Jesus. Right. And that's really the heart behind why we put it together. Nice, nice. And so what's been the uh, feedback so far uh, from, from you know, the people that have mm-hmm. read the book? Yeah. What's been the feedback? Yeah, man. Um, well, some of the most encouraging feedback. So when I wrote the book, um, I first wrote it for my church. I didn't know whether the Lord would... Um, would would ever get it to a publisher or not, but mm-hmm. I wrote it for our congregation. So okay. after I wrote it, uh, we got together a reading group of about 80 brothers and sisters. Um, probably actually was, inter- it was more sisters than, than brothers in those initial reading groups. And they read it and then they gave me feedback about, hey, here's what was helpful. Here's some areas that could be improved. Hmm. And man, that was such a sweet time for our congregation to be wow. thinking about how do we see Jesus together and what does it look like to do that? So just watching the way that even that helped people to learn to confess their sins to one another, mm-hmm. how it helped one another to, to run to the throne of grace together and to get help in their time of need, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to, to refresh our hearts on desiring to see Jesus face to face and, and everything that came with that. So to be honest with you, you know, what everybody else thinks, it, 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 you know, ultimately, I write for for the Lord, of course. I want Him to be pleased. Of course, but I'm writing it for our, for our church, yeah. and I've been so encouraged to see the way the Lord has, has used it already. And and my hope is that it would be able to be uh, used beyond that. Actually, in the back of the book, there's um, there's a bunch of discussion questions. Mm-hmm. Those are all written basically by the members of our church. Oh, nice. Um, I asked them, give me the questions that you think would be good for other people to be talking about about these. So they're helping other 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 people to be thinking about these these topics so that uh, people can chop it up together and help one another. I love that, man. I love that. For I mean, first of all, the fact that uh, the church is involved firsthand, you wrote it for the church, you know, and then the, they actually have some of their questions in it. That's, that's just a beautiful thing to me, man. <laughs> I love it. Good yeah. deal. So as far as um, um, uh, other projects or is this 
is there going to be more like this? I know you say you kind of wrote it for the church. What, what's been kind of mm-hmm. your, your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not foremost an, an author, man. First, I'm, I'm, <laughs> first I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. Then I'm, I'm a, I'm a husband. Right. Uh, and then I'm a, I'm a father. Of so, six. Yes. Um, you know, we got six kids, so I'm, I'm coaching three soccer teams, three <laughs> basketball teams. Like I'm, I'm in it, man. I'm, you know, so yes, someday sir. I'll probably like, I, I'm not just set out to write, try and write tons of books. I have, I I have things that are on my heart that are kind of projects. So I got something in my Evernote where I'm always dropping ideas. Um, sure. I do have a sabbatical coming up and um, there's kind of two ideas that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around now. One is a book on encouragement, kind okay. of a short book that's just aimed at, you know, encouragement's the oxygen in a church, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, if, if it's not there, you might not notice it at first, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's going to end up choking things out. And right. in a day where, where slander abounds and we, you know, people are so inward focused, like want to, want to think about how can we help the church to encourage all the better. And then um, also dreaming a little bit about a work on uh, spiritual warfare. Okay. I think uh, a lot of people, particularly um, in, you know, reform camp, get just weird about spiritual warfare. Uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, we don't want to talk about stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what, what that is, mm-hmm. um, but I'd like us to be able to think well about that topic and not just individual, like what is the spiritual warfare with me and the devil, but like, how do we think about it as a church? Mm-hmm. How do we do that together and fight against the kingdom of darkness together uh, with the Lord of glory? So those are two projects I'm kind of, kind of cranking on. Um, this year, also a little booklet came out in the nine Mark series. Um, uh, entitled, uh, How Do I Find Someone to Disciple Me? Mm. So there's a lot of books written out there about how do we find somebody uh, to, or how do we disciple someone else? But this is, okay, I want to grow. How do I find somebody else to disciple me? Right. What, what do I need to do? And so that uh, has been an encouraging work as as well. And I'm, yeah, I'm just thankful to, yeah, to be able to put some resources out there that have been good for my own soul. And right. then hopefully we'll be able to, to help others follow Jesus. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, the spiritual warfare thing, I, it's really, uh, really big on that. Because um, I came out of the charismatic movement where it mm-hmm. was, you know, the focus and abused and, you know, mm-hmm. take done all wrong. Uh, like you say, you don't see uh, much of it in our reform camp. Um, as far as, I guess, how to definitely ha- handle it or deal with it. So I'm excited about that. Make sure you send me a copy of that one, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you can pray the Lord to give you some wisdom in that. So, yes, yes. Some, some some chapters are easier to write in that one than the others. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's good. So. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. I'm excited. That That's going to be really good. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The 21st century Western church is in the throes of a discipleship crisis. If that sounds like I'm exaggerating, I would encourage you to look at any of the number of surveys that have been done in recent years that point to the fact that Christians just don't know the basics of their own faith. That's a problem. And it's a problem that could be very easily avoided. After all, the mission of the church, according to Matthew 28, is to go into all the world and to make disciples, learners of the Lord Jesus. Well, if that's the case, why haven't we done it? And what can we do to reverse this? 
Hi, I'm Kofi Edeboyan, and I'm the host of Deep Dive Discipleship, a podcast dedicated to thinking through the discipleship crisis that we face and charting a way forward. My hope is that as we have some conversations around God's word and with friends who are, praise the Lord, doing well in this field, we can learn from each other how best to fulfill the mission of the church. All right, we're back in here with my good friend, Garrett, man, this is uh, the second half of the bar or the back half of the bar where we do the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. Mark asks, answer these questions. Uh, Ligon Duncan answers these questions. Everybody that's ever been on this show answer these three questions. And so the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> man, I am all over the map on, on everything. I'm, I mean, I got kids, so I'm listening to last night. We were hanging some c- curtains with my daughter and I'm trying to learn Disney songs. And I'm trying to learn TikTok dances with her and like, you know, trying to trying to love, trying to love them. But, you know, if, if it's just me, um, you know, I'm a mix between, uh, you know, cr- Christian hip hop mm-hmm. um, and then sometimes some country music. Uh, depends, uh, or just kind of really anything. I mean, my my kids help me put together a playlist where I'm I'm really all over the the map. So gotcha. death metal is not my thing, uh, <laughs> but I'm a I'm about on anything else, man. I'm yeah, okay, not quite as eclectic as Mark Dever. Now that man, you brought him up earlier, like that yeah. man. When you walk, he has the, some of the craziest playlists you ever heard. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's got everything in there. But yeah, man, I'm I'm kind of all over the map. Got gotcha, gotcha. All right, next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Yeah, uh, book or books currently reading. So, well, w- there's two books I'm always reading. Meaning, mm-hmm. I have a I don't revisit tons of books all the time, uh, but I'm always reading Pilgrim's Progress mm-hmm. by John Bunyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that book serves my soul really more than any. I take it on every vacation, and nice. so I'm always got a bookmark in that. And then uh, Precious Remedies Against Satan's Devices, a Thomas Brooks, old school Puritan book. Mm-hmm. Um, always, always reading that. Um, just finished up uh, the the, Ref, uh, the New Reformation by Shai Lin. Um, mm-hmm. Shai used to serve as one of our pastors here at uh, Delray Baptist before he went up to Philly. And um, I was so so thankful for that work. I thought Shai did a, did a good job of helping uh, us engage with a really important topic in regards to um, yeah, ethnic unity and, and what that looks like in the church. Which are, these are hard days. Oh, there's for sure. a lot of voices out there that some are more helpful than others. And I, you know, I, I appreciated uh, Shai uh, bearing his his heart uh, in that. And then um, also just starting uh, ten questions every teen should ask and answer about Christianity um, by our sister Rebecca McLaughlin. It's a, it's a good book. She does some really good work in regards to. Um, yeah, you know, just apologetics. And mm-hmm. so uh, our elders just finished reading one of her other books. And so those are a couple that I'm um, got some, uh, some books or some, uh, some bookmarks in, and then, um, yeah, a, a few, few others that are there that on the shelf at, at the house that are in the queue. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Last signature bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? If any, mm. <laughs> Podcasts and sermons. So I am not a huge uh, podcast listener, though I have certainly been uh, listening uh, recently to uh, Who Killed Mars Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been been good. Uh, Mike Cosper's put some good work on that. Yep. Um, and uh, that, that has been, that's really hit me in a weird way. Mm. Um, Mark Driscoll was 
he was really influential mm-hmm. in me. I had just become a Christian and started listening to him right away. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't, I haven't put words to it yet, but it's, it's done something in my heart listening to it wow. because there were so many ways that he helped me and mm-hmm. that church helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was so much stuff that he was pushing back against that I think needed to be pushed back against. Right. Obviously there's lots of ways it didn't, didn't go well, but right. um, that was, that was hugely helpful. So that was, that was great. And then man, I, uh, in light of the language that's in it, uh, I'm not sure I'd recommend it to everybody, but Gangster Capitalism had an uh, expose on Jerry Falwell Jr. and Liberty University, mm-hmm. uh, and it was very disheartening. And uh, yeah, it was really, really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, for, for a lot of different reasons, but just seeing how the lore of the world is powerful mm-hmm. and that Jesus was not lying when he... When he spoke about how easy, spoke about how easy or how how hard it is for a rich man right. uh, to enter the kingdom of heaven, how dangerous the world, the flesh, and the devil is. So, um, yeah, man, those those are a couple of podcasts uh, recently that I've been been listening to, and I've I found them to be to be helpful. So cool, cool. All right, man. Well, listen, brother, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on my show. I always love to kind of give you the floor to close this out. Anything you want to share as far as like any announcements, just keep in mind, this might not come out until, I don't know, September. (laughs) I record ahead. And then any words of encouragement you want to leave with us. Yeah, man, I I got, I got no commercials or or anything (laughs) like that. I got, but, but, you know, I just want, I'd encourage all of us to remember that, that Jesus is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's coming soon. And that should change everything. Every interaction, every moment is meaningful. And let's, let's embrace it for the glory of God. And let's keep our eyes on him because sadly, the longer I've walked with Jesus, the more I've seen friends who used to follow Jesus who aren't anymore. And uh, there's a lot of people falling away. And I would just say, let us be among those who by faith, Look to that great day. It's going to be worth it. And mm-hmm. let's, keep, let's keep seeking him. Let's be pure in heart by his grace that we might see his face and, uh, and finish the race for his glory. So Lord, help us. Amen. Amen, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you again, man, for coming on the show. To the Bar listeners, thank you guys for listening to the Bar Podcast, your favorite podcast every Tuesday. Make sure you go to thebarpodcast.com. Also, go to thebargear.com, pick up your bar gear, and make sure you guys, if you listen to this, I hope you guys are registered for the G3 conference. We can't wait to see you there. The Bar Network will have a booth, so make sure you come by the booth and say hello. And uh, until next time, you guys, God bless, and we are out. <laughs>